0: Welcome to Back Porch Politics, where no topic is off limits and we always speak our minds. I'm Jason. I'm Phil. And I'm Alex. All right, gentlemen, welcome back to the to today. It's been a little while. How is everyone doing today?
1: Well, I am still above the dirt, so that's always a good thing.
0: Yeah, yeah I hear that.
1: Yeah,
2: that's... Uh... That's a great start, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Gosh, keep it positive. <laughs>
2: no, no, but, but like, really, like you wake hey, up in the morning and you're like, "Hey, I'm above the ground." I mean, it is a great start, right? Like, hey, true. I got another shot at this. You exactly, know? <laughs> you're
1: you're doing better than than the majority of people
0: that's that has true. ever lived because that you're still lived. here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah uh, that's... my my old fire chief used to say, "If I were any better, I'd be twins," and that's my favorite saying ever. <laughs> All right. So last time we put a pin in it. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a, it's kind of like a meta thought. Like if I were any better, I'd have to have two of me. So Uh, yeah.
2: (laughs) We'd have to clone you. (laughs) Uh,
0: So last time we were talking about uh, freedom and safety, that is where we put our pin in it for last time. We wanted to chat a little bit about freedom and safety. Obviously coronavirus is going on. It has been going on for what, 18 months now, 19 months. It's been near on two years. I would argue
1: that actually that it's been going on for at least 2 years. Um I uh, in in uh, in November of 2019 in fact I did get sick with what I couldn't prove but uh, but now do believe was in fact coronavirus before yeah, anyone and, had even really heard and, of it.
0: You know anecdotally I've heard stories of it you know coming from even earlier than that but let's just say for the in the public eye coronavirus oh, absolutely. Has existed since Uh, Well, because nothing counts outside of America. Our first case was like (laughs) March 3rd of 2020, right? First confirmed confirmed case, but realistically, it's been happening since January in, in large scale in in uh china but uh obviously the mask debate continues and you know for me my my work just changed their policy where we're no longer required to wear masks but phil i know we hung out this past year during the peak of corona in 2020 and you had a mask on that said obey
1: <laughs> yes i did
0: all right so what, what's up with the obey
1: Honestly, it was open for interpretation, and I and I got all kinds of responses to it. Okay. I mean, I'm talking to, from everyone. Uh, everyone saying that, uh, uh, saying stuff like, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, hey, yeah, uh, that's uh, you know, that's some good cynicism there, or something like that. <laughs> or for a while there, I was wearing it, and I didn't get any responses. And then finally, yeah, uh, finally, one uh, one woman just walked up to me real quietly and, uh, and just whispered to me, uh, "To me, they're not gonna listen, hon." <laughs> like she was thinking literally like you know like uh, you're telling so. other people
0: to obey exactly yeah so alex i mean where where do you stand on this do you think masks are an inv- invasion of freedom or just another piece of clothing <laughs> uh that's well a, that's a pointed question right there
2: well i think i don't see anything wrong with like wearing a mask if you have to you know um I think it makes sense look i mean i think in the grand scheme of things it's kind of like when the hurricane is coming to florida right and it, like we're on like the entire east coast is like on a path I it happened like a couple of years ago and it happens like every hurricane season it's like oh it's gonna hit miami and then you know two or three days later it lands in tampa that didn't prepare but you know meanwhile miami people had left up north to tampa you know what i mean <laughs> So, like, nobody knows what's really going on. So I feel like this whole Corona fucking thing is... Oh, sorry. Uh, You're
0: allowed to swear. Oh, okay. (laughs) Fuck yeah. All right, USA. (laughs) Listen, if we can't swear, I got very little to say. So so,
1: so this is going to be a rehash of the Osbournes.
0: The Osbournes?
2: Yeah. Oh, on MTV where they bleep everything and it's like the entire show just bleeps. right. So my point here is that I think maybe there was some kind of like overreaction by having like everybody have to mask up, sit at home for two weeks or whatnot, you know? It might've been an overreaction, but it's kind of like the same overreaction where people leave Miami to Tampa. And then two days later, the the hurricane hits Tampa instead of Miami.
0: (laughs) Right. So so,
2: like, we just don't know. And, And it doesn't hurt to like put a mask on if you wanna go into public place. For now, let's see what happens. But you know, it has turned into, I think it, it has become politicized and now because we're taking sides now it's it became something different. So I think if it wasn't politicized if people just masked up for two, three weeks or whatever I think none of none of this would have happened, you know what I mean we wouldn't have been into this like long stupid debate because. Science is on both sides, you know, like it just depends on whichever scientist you're going to listen to. Both yeah. sides are going to bring on their scientists and say, hey, you know, this is scientific proof. Masks don't work. Somebody says, no, this is a scientific proof. Masks do work.
0: My, my perspective public- is that I don't want to see your naked ass in Publix, right? And so, <laughs> Publix enforces having to wear pants because that's appropriate. I've, I've, I've actually never seen anything that says no pants no service that is true I, you know i often wonder about that you know if you walked in with a shirt and tie and shoes on but no pants would they kick you out i mean it doesn't say right you know, right it, it's not spelled out it needs right. to be spelled but, out guys you know? but i mean but, but i mean short of short of walking into publics and everyone wearing assless chaps i would imagine i would imagine that it's just pretty expected and i think you know for me, the government mandating masks is the same reason the government mandates seatbelts because people are too stupid to take their own security into mind. And I, <laughs> my, my, my mentality, honestly, and this is where I think Phil and I probably differ the most, is I don't think people can govern themselves. I don't have that much faith in humanity. I don't, obviously a seatbelt does <laughs> no harm to anybody, but the driver not wearing it, right? If you don't wear a seatbelt and you get into a wreck and you fly through the windshield and splatter yourself on the pavement, It's not anybody else's fault but yours because you didn't wear a seatbelt, but the government mandates that and you can get a ticket because you didn't wear a seatbelt. Well, why? Because they're too stupid to protect yourself and so we have to create a (laughs) law to protect you. It's the same reason why there's do not ingest orally on the preparation H container. Because some dumbass <laughs> thought it was toothpaste. And well, that's a little bit different because the
2: company doesn't want to get sued. <laughs> that's
0: a little bit right, different. But, but, it, but it's all about protecting people from themselves because they're too stupid to figure things out for themselves. Like, sure, it, right, you know, but, but
2: but but I think there might be a danger to that. On the flip side, to to what extent, right? Like, and then are, will there be other people to take advantage of that
0: and I mean, commercialize
2: his, that? You know, you
0: know, historically, in in the in the country, in this country, in America, we have. Instituted laws and regulations to protect people from themselves because we You're are right. uh, humanity, not we, the three of us, or we, Floridians, or whatever, North Carolinians, <laughs> but we as humanity are lemmings. Actually, the, uh, the correct dumb. term for people that live in Florida is Floridian. Floridians. <laughs> yeah, we know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there is an entire website called Florida Man, and there's a reason. Oh for my it. God. I never heard that before. <laughs> Floridian. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's what? pretty. It's pretty bad. I mean, have you ever seen? Okay, so totally off topic, but have you ever seen the drawing where they turn Canada and America and Mexico into a person, and Florida is the wang? Yeah,
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty well,
0: spectacular.
1: I mean, well, the uh, the joke I'd seen recently is how uh, when when people in uh, in Michigan describe what part of uh, of the state they live in, they use their hand. And then they, oh, yeah. uh, they <laughs> goes on to say, "I don't want to talk about the part. Uh, uh, talk about where uh, how pe- how people in Florida describe where they live.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's the truth. No, but I mean, you know, historically speaking, we have always instituted rules, and this goes beyond before America, pre-colonial days. You know." It, where people were too dumb to do things, and we had to come up with something to say. Because, look, I mean, survival of the fittest it only exists when you're fit, but there's an awful lot of unfit ass people walking around. <laughs> uh, All right, Phil, come at me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's your cue, Phil. All
0: right. Well, then,
1: I mean, yeah, I got to agree, people are fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> I mean that's just what it comes and down I'm going to. and I'm going to uh, to flat out admit that uh, that as a result of this and just of the uh, of the fact that not not only are they not only are they stupid but the uh, the fact that they're just uh, that they act absolutely heinous toward each other. Yes. means that uh, that we are a, soci- a society that does not even deserve freedom. I'll be uh, completely honest on that. We don't even deserve to be to be a free people. But I will always advocate on the side of freedom anyways.
0: I, mean, I I, I, I <laughs> but you know here's here's my question though. When did when did requiring a clothing item become freedom? Because we we do require other clothing items and that's not well, considered yes, a I, freedom issue. I think well, yes, I, think... I understand that,
1: but uh, but at the same time it gets a it bit just too because...
0: because it's been politicized. Yeah, or I
2: think party that's party party exactly party. what's going on. I think party? go ahead oh no go ahead. Uh, yeah i think phil you need to uh, uh finish uh I'm I'm your thought. Well, part
1: partly it's it's politicized but also um when you look at the people that are making the rules and how they aren't following it themselves and you get that sort of <laughs> hypocrisy right it but- kind of leaves people to be like well you know what if the
0: politicians aren't doing the aren't uh, aren't following the rules that they're imposing right. on us fuck it and right but, <laughs> see, that, that's that is that is a i mean that's like saying i went to the gas station and i saw the attendant dancing in a shower of gasoline and since he's doing it i guess it's okay if i do it too <laughs> like it's that's a little a good, extreme <laughs> no, I'm, but, but well, no but seriously but i've been about it
1: I'm very much if, a, uh, a follow by or uh, lead by example rather than oh, a I, do as I say and not as I do type of person.
0: One hundred percent, and and that is a conversation that is the core of this whole podcast because obviously what's happening in Washington and Tallahassee and uh, whatever city is the capital of North Carolina uh, I don't know Winston Salem I don't know what the hell's up there Yeah, <laughs> it's not, lo- it's not It's, it's definitely not. on the wrong path. <laughs> absolutely it, it, they're all screwed like the entire culture
2: can, political culture in the united states has, has been hijacked and nobody and, and and the people that are part of that system are benefiting so they're not going to change it
0: right my, my my funniest part about this and i voted for the guy one you know and i'll i'll admit it i voted for trump um the funniest part about it and i regret doing it but the funniest part is that you talk to people that voted for trump and they're like blame biden for the gas prices being higher like that's <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's the dipstick in which we measure how successful our country is <laughs> right you know like oh our gas prices are higher it's biden's fault like never okay. mind that everything
1: else is up too <laughs> yeah the the inflation the inflation is squarely on the shoulders of both
0: of them right exactly 100 congress congress well, is well, ultimately, the the,
1: ultimately the fed for uh, for printing all this uh, all this extra money <laughs>
0: yeah well i mean the fed is a the fed is a a whole ball of wax but you know we are where we are because of both both donkeys and and uh elephants like there is no and (laughs) there's no distinction in my eyes between a dumbass. and that is is why
1: i am i am neither animal i am a porcupine (laughs)
0: you're you're a pork is that the libertarian symbol is a porcupine
1: i don't i don't know i'm being serious actually yes it is um oh. that be- that being said i am what i would uh, consider a small l libertarian i'm not actually like the libertarian a... party yeah like catholic yeah, not... with a big c
0: versus catholic did, did you, you say l- small l-
1: libertarian small l liber- libertarian basically I'm, oh, I, oh, I, oh i get it now yeah. i get it <laughs> libertarian uh ideals but not necessarily following a party that calls itself the libertarian party
0: Right, right, right. right that's like that's the funniest part about the, the the democratic party is they're the least democratic of all parties <laughs> they just name themselves well, whatever the hell they wanted
2: yeah well well you it's, know it's kind, of, it's, it's kind of like the d- democratic state of north korea right it's like uh-huh, it's yeah.
1: democratic
0: you know it's <laughs> <laughs> democratic well i mean I mean, that's exactly right because, alex just
1: because you get to vote for your tyrants doesn't mean that it's less tyrannical it's true and, right. and Well, and to, yeah. be qu- and to be quite frank. Um, i mean democracy itself is actually
0: something that i completely reject anyway yeah i don't i don't i don't think you know wind the clock back to to the signing and and the the, for, the framing of the constitution and the the founders had the good sense and this is way off topic but the founders had the good sense of creating a, a an election system that prevented rule by the masses like that Absolutely. was the point. Right. <laughs> we didn't want mob rule in our country, right. and yet we're exactly. we're kind that's... of there anyway.
1: Oh yeah, well, well, honestly, that's why I think um, they need uh, what they need to do. Because uh, I mean, you get all these people whining about how oh the you know the the electoral college isn't uh, isn't democratic. It's not supposed to be number one. number two they need to expand it not just
0: not just to the presidential election but to every freaking election see mary and i actually again we're like straying way off but mary and i actually Mm. believe in tiered voting oh yeah it would it would solve so many problems in this country if oh yeah you're talking about uh, ranked voting right yeah ranked voting yeah ranked voting would solve so many problems in this country it would be un it would be like one one bill would change everything
2: right Absolutely.
0: Because then the least objectionable option wouldn't be the person that wins. We wouldn't have Joe exactly. Biden as president and never would have been Trump either. Right. Because when I talked to Republicans who were voting in the primary, there wasn't yeah, you a don't person have a choice. I talked to that was like, oh, yeah, we're voting for Trump. Like, that wasn't the choice. Like, oh, yeah, we're voting for Marco Rubio or, yeah, we're voting for Ted Cruz or we're voting for whoever other Trump just was the, I don't know how, the least objectionable option in a field of an overcrowded field. of Republicans. He was a
2: shiny object.
0: <laughs> the same thing the same yeah, thing happened to biden like if you talk to other democrats they're like i didn't want biden as my choice like ew but that's- yeah i don't know i
2: don't know what the hell what the how the
0: hell that there's- happened Least objection if if you come Jesus in second place Christ. enough nice. times he's in a non-ranked system, second place <laughs> wins. Yeah, he's just yeah, he was just he, he was just the most milk toast, you know, <sighs> uh, candidate. Which which well, uh, it, it's not even that if you if you think about it from an aggregation standpoint, right? If you think about electoral, uh, if you think about votes for the primary as an aggregation, if oh, sure. if candidate A comes in first place in the first vote and third place in the second vote and fourth place in the third vote. And candidate B comes in second place, in second place, and second place, in second place. <laughs> Eventually, oh, candidate B will win, even though he's not, <laughs> yeah, never yeah. won the... By the laws of averages, it. right? By like, the not, law of averages, yeah. and that's what's yep. happening. That
1: what's <laughs> that's what's
0: happening crazy, in our dude. elections. It's really yeah, very the sick. Vote. Vote. Oh, man. So, all right, so taking it back to freedom versus safety, what do you think about the, the laws in New York? I mean, firefighters, police officers... Um, nurses requiring vaccinations
2: yeah that's a tough one right because you're you're putting something in your body Um,
0: well right yeah this is like beyond masks now we're talking about actually injecting a foreign substance in your body
1: one which i might add is i mean still unproven as far as i can tell
0: well i don't agree with that but keep going
1: all right well i mean Number one, it's not even a, um, it's not a vaccine in the traditional sense of the
0: uh, of the word. Right, it's a, it's a brand
2: um, new uh, way of making yeah, a vaccine. Is, this, yeah,
0: the methodology behind it is completely new. Only two of them. Johnson and Johnson is traditionally a, a oh, vaccine. Oh, really? It is not mRNA. Yes.
1: Oh, interesting. Wait, so Johnson and Johnson is deactivated you know, virus? Could,
0: really? Yeah. Yeah, there's That's actually. Perfect. 100%. Yeah, and AstraZeneca is using a different system altogether than mRNA or deactivated virus. Like there's there are several different types of. It just so happens that Johnson and Johnson and Moderna both used mRNA as their as their. Vaccination of choice, j and You mean Pfizer,
2: not Johnson & Johnson, right? I'm sorry,
0: yeah. Pfizer and, and mm-hmm. Moderna used mRNA as their vaccination of choice. Uh, Moderna actually did bring to market a vaccine using mRNA uh, for, I believe it was um, Ebola, but it wasn't approved, and then the outbreak died, and so the whole thing kind of went away. Uh, mm. It was back when we were having that Ebola outbreak. Yeah, like 2008- whatever hit, it was yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so it's not totally unproven um but it has not been taken all the way to market like it has before like this yeah i think what um, phil
2: is saying is like we don't really know the long-term repercussions sure
1: yeah exactly yeah you know and and, and that's that's really the uh, the big thing right there they haven't they haven't researched long-term effects
0: well and right so the, i mean literally, I, like I literally the only thing with... that you
1: can do with that is time obviously but right you know
0: Yeah. And, 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 you know, Morgan and Morgan may make a fortune off of this in 20 years.
1: Of course. Maybe, maybe not. They've, uh, I mean, they, uh, that's, that's the other thing that, uh, that, uh, that has me nervous about the, uh, about the whole thing is the fact that they've, uh, that, you know, in getting all these, uh, all these vaccines approved, they've legally shielded themselves from lawsuits.
0: Well, you know, historically, and, you know, talking very biomedically in this conversation, like, Historically, vaccines are not things that get recalled. You know, we talk about if you've taken this pill or this drug or this substance and it's caused whatever horrible disease or a third arm growing out of your ass or whatever it is. (laughs) Like, those are typically, in fact, not even typically, those are 99%, maybe even close to 100% treatments, not vaccines, because a vaccine is actually extremely simple. Like, that's the thing that I think. Like It's complicated to make, but it's super simple. It's just a warning system for your body saying, hey, pay attention. If this thing comes into you, it's bad. And that's why coronavirus was so successful is because we didn't see it before. So that's why it's called the novel coronavirus. Um, although I don't think it was much of a novelty. Um, <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> the novelty quickly wore would... off. <laughs> sure, it really wore off. At... But I mean, historically, I can't think of an, of, a, of an example of a vaccine that came to market, went through the process and ever was recalled because it caused illness at all. The only things I can think of are, you know, I have ED and I take this pill and my dick fell off, you know, that kind of right. thing. <laughs> right. those, those are the things that get sued. Yeah, medications usually. Tend to, yeah. Medications tend to bring lawsuits. I, I have never heard of a vaccine bringing a lawsuit in my in my research. Uh, that doesn't mean it can't be true and that it didn't happen somewhere and it could have happened globally somewhere because obviously other places don't have the same standards we do here in America. Uh, hmm. which, but for better or worse.
2: I'll, I'll add this that um, with vaccines it's interesting uh, when before corona and all that when people talk about like third world country and how the west is helping third world countries a lot of times what has been brought up is the vaccines right like mm-hmm. in india polio or whatever not uh, in india what is it
0: polio in
2: um, whole world
0: yeah polio
2: but there was something like in india right and but then the whole problem with uh, vaccination for that particular disease in India was there was a lot of uh, resistance, right, to the idea of getting vaccinated. Right. But at some point, everybody in India got vaccinated and that whole disease got eradicated or, you know, that illness or whatever it was. Well, so, well, same thing only... with, uh, well, but, but but my point is, is that once the coronavirus hit, how interesting it was like to see how... The same thing had happened here in the first world country, you know, like in the United States, Yeah, like a lot of people resistance to the vaccine, like, and I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. That's how it happens. That's how it happened in India. Because in my mind, I was like, why would people resist, you know, but as an adult seeing this whole coronavirus, that's just like, oh, okay,
0: <laughs> my question well, got answered. I find it interesting, you know, turn the clock back 50 years ago, my parents, all of our parents, if they were in America, I know Alex weren't, but our parents, you know, 50 years ago were, were in elementary school and they were lined up in their elementary school and given a, a sugar cube to eat, every single one of them and that's how they got the polio vaccine it was here's a sugar cube eat it here's a sugar cube eat it here's a sugar cube eat it every Poro single vaccines? one of them I didn't that didn't realize yeah that. that's how polio vaccine was was given initially and now it's a, an injection but originally it was a sugar cube with a drop of vaccine on it yeah it's crazy and it was there was no it was no like uh hearings or fox news special report or just do it right it wasn't politicized it was was just not politicized it's like look our our president fdr had polio and all these other people have polio and they can't walk and they can't breathe on their own and they're dying in big numbers here's a here's a cure that you'll never get polio and it was universal just like okay yep yep, well yep well
1: well, to be to be uh, be
0: perfectly accurate not a cure
1: vaccine is not a cure
0: I know a prevention but right but, but the it's only a is, cure if everybody
2: does it and that's the whole problem and that's that why
0: that's why there are very few cases of polio worldwide because everybody did it right
1: and because and it is and it, we are slowly getting toward the point of uh, of eliminating it however um, the, uh, the the thing is is that the, is that okay number one there's only ever been one disease that's ever been completely eradicated and that's
0: smallpox smallpox.
1: We're on our way with uh, with polio, um, but the only diseases that have ever been uh, that have ever been uh, eradicated are ones that are exclusive to humans.
0: Yeah, I know. There's always going to be the animal host cross cross pollination, so to speak, um, and that's where COVID is such a challenge um, versus the the you know smallpox and polio and and others that are becoming close to extinction and at least in america um but it's interesting because uh, again um what was it i was just reading an article about um what's that disease you get when you cut yourself with a rusty nail oh tetanus Mm, yeah no it wasn't tetanus shoot what was it i I actually had
1: to recently get a tetanus shot
0: (laughs) oh that sucks no no it was it was uh What's that the disease that Doc Holliday was dying from? With the lungs, tuberculosis. Oh, you're talking about
1: TB. Yeah, yeah.
0: tuberculosis. Um, they were talking about how tuberculosis was one of, if not the biggest, death sentences in the like the Old West and in early World America. Mm-hmm. And no one really understood how it was spreading. Obviously, it was you know blood from you know people that were sick, but <clears throat> that has been basically eradicated in America because of vaccinations and there are these other countries that are that obviously you can still get polio and you can still get tuberculosis and a lot of other things that's why if you go to africa you have to get shots for yellow fever and all kinds of shit because it doesn't exist here thankfully. <laughs> uh, but i don't see i mean maybe this is this is where i guess i i veer soviet union like i don't see where your freedom has the right to impact my freedom. And then that's where right. I now get I can... very, and I think that's where the, the issue does get so muddied, right? Because mm. like, you're, you're free to take care of your body and do whatever it is you want with it. But it's costing me my safety. It's costing me my safety. And that's mm. where it, the, 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 the problem becomes. Right. But, but, uh, but here's also
1: uh, also another issue though. Okay. So uh, there is, there is precedent as far as, uh, not taking vaccines and you know being penalized and all that sort of thing but those precedents are basically in terms of something like a fine or something like that whereas here we're talking about you don't get this vaccine you don't get to participate in society period there is just something really freaking wrong with that
0: but you notice where it's being i mean all right so you're the postal worker i don't know if i agree with that you're you're my first responder you're the guy that's going to give me mouth-to-mouth if i got into a car accident and you haven't been vaccinated from coronavirus i have a problem with that i mean that me personally like if i'm laying on the floor and i have a a head injury and i'm needing mouth-to-mouth resuscitation but i i I, I, I guess if if i'm
2: sure but are you uh, okay so to to play the devil's advocate like Uh, are you vaccinated? Then that shouldn't be a problem if you're vaccinated, right? Yes,
0: that's a fallacy because vaccines are not 100% effective. No, no vaccine is 100% effective. Even the very best ones in the world are not 100% effective. It's amazing that Moderna is 95% effective against the original strain of COVID and Pfizer is 94% effective against the original strain of COVID. That's amazing in a year that they figured that out. But most vaccine efficacy is, I mean, the flu vaccine has been, they've been making a flu vaccine for years and average is like 40 to 50 percent effective right
2: because nobody really dies from flu i mean people do die from flu but like but it's not like pandemic level
1: <laughs> the thing that happened with uh, that happened with flu is that um once it entered the uh, the human population because it wasn't always you know something that's been with humanity forever it's actually right historically fairly recent fairly new yeah right what ended up happening with the uh, with the flu is that uh is that it Became endemic within the species. We're just not getting rid of it, but it kind of reached a evolutionary equilibrium, so to Homeostasis, speak.
0: Homeostasis, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Which is is going to be the case with uh, with the uh, with COVID as well. Eventually, it will hopefully. reach a yeah, it, hopefully. So, so like it herd, herd immunity no, no, it, essentially. It this is this is
0: this well, is viral. Essentially- Virology says that that viruses always get weaker and better propagation. Right, they're better at spreading, but they don't kill their hosts because killing your host is not the ultimate goal of a virus. Because then it can't spread its genes other other places. If the host is dead, the virus can't spread. Right. Like the yeah, I rhymed. think boy, that's a good that rhyme. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> if the host is dead, the virus can't spread. <laughs> you oh, should write good. propaganda posters for the yeah, virus man, you know? the dead, <laughs> the virus can't spread. but but that's true like and that's phil exactly your point that's why the flu is typically not deadly although every once in a while we'll get like the swine flu happened in the in the late two, 2010s where that was killing people because it was a new mutation of an old flu virus right so it does happen and it does it can potentially kill a lot of people um well, but I mean, we're not at the endemic phase. Like we're not anywhere near there. You talking about COVID? With COVID. Yeah. We're not with the endemic phase. Like there are still, especially because Delta variant, see, De- see the COVID thing is weird because Delta variant, you'd expect it to be more contagious, right? Cause that's typical for a virus. Like it's typical that a virus becomes more contagious over time, but it's not typical that a virus becomes more contagious and continues to be as, or more deadly than it had previously been.
1: Mm.
0: That's unusual.
1: That's where you start getting into, was this thing engineered?
0: Well, uh, potentially, uh, but it's also... Ju- see It's like hooked
2: up to some AI and it's learning, you know?
1: <laughs> and not necessarily that, but I mean, if you, if you engineer the, uh, the DNA correctly, then it's going to tend toward this, you know, direction.
0: Well, there's a reason why there are no pandemics with Ebola. You don't live long enough to spread it to enough people to kill... Oh, no, shit. That's, just, <laughs> that's crazy. That's why Ebola doesn't become a, a global pandemic, is because Ebola kills too quickly. Yeah. Wow. COVID's so dangerous because it can lay dormant in your system for two weeks without you knowing it before you get sick. And so you're spreading its its virus particles to other hosts while you're not even knowing you're sick. This, this is why. Yeah. It, it, and if it was bioengineered, whoever did it was fucking brilliant. But... <laughs> seriously because i mean think about it that's the ultimate that's the ultimate assassin's weapon right you kill somebody and two weeks later they die like they don't know it for two right months. right like right the
1: only the, the only problem with it uh, with it though and this is why uh, why i think um, you know germ uh, germ warfare is such a stupid idea is that it's indiscriminate un- indiscriminate it's, yep however however it, uh you know even if it does end up killing your own people that could have a strategic adva- advantage as well sure then you look like a victim i mean there's and just less well, population n- number one <laughs> number one yeah the, uh, use it as a uh, you know a kind of false flag attack but also number two um i mean i don't know if you've ever heard uh if you've ever heard the term but uh, but some people have been calling covid the uh, so-called boomer remover because it, uh, <laughs> that's
0: horrible. I got to tell you, but yeah, I, I know, mean,
1: I know it is, but, uh, you know, mainly because it, uh, it tends, you know, it tends to be deadly more toward, uh, toward older people than, uh, than younger people. Now, sure. This thing, this thing coming out of, uh, out of China, if it's removing a bunch of the, uh, the, uh, the you know, this top heavy older generation, that could be strategically advantageous to the CCP. Actually not yeah.
2: because, there's gonna. be, I,
1: I, I'm sure that for
2: CCP, it's much better to have older people in because they're the ones who remember the good old days of communism. That's that. Yeah, so I, I would that have to is disagree a good with point. you on that. that well, is yeah, a good but point, Alex. yeah, except
1: for that. Uh, except for that uh, saying, good old. Uh, well, you could say good old days of communism, and uh, you know, maybe over in, uh, over in Russia, but uh, you know, uh, but here in, but uh, here. <laughs> over in china um that's, you're like that's, in character a you're in character that's a slip right <laughs> there but uh, but over in uh, over in china you know good old days well it's
0: still it's still communism though <laughs> right but what they're i think what alex is saying is that like they're reminiscing of the revolution and how it was yeah it the prospers. patriotism
2: is stronger with older population yeah. rather than with a new population yeah,
0: there there aren't a whole lot of boomers riding in the streets of of beijing screaming for freedom they right just aren't
1: well, yeah. oh, there aren't exactly a lot of the younger generations either. I mean, look what happened. Uh, what happened the uh, the last time a lot of people uh, did that? Yeah, yeah. Not that, not that anybody in <laughs> uh, in China remembers, because uh, I mean, honestly, a lot, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of folks younger than us that live in China, they have no know. idea what Tiananmen Square is. They yeah, don't know. I
0: know. Yeah, well, um, I mean, look. My yeah, they live in their my own My dad's not teaching. My dad's not able to. My dad is no longer teaching people who remember 9-11. They were all born after it. Yeah, or exactly born at it now they were born into 2001 or 2000 so they're you know they were zero
2: um,
0: <laughs> or one they, they,
2: they were minus infinity <laughs> yeah
0: so i mean it, that's just inevitable i mean we can talk about pearl harbor day but none of us remember it or have any well yeah but we know it. what
1: it, we know what it is though i mean you know whereas we know there. what it is
0: i don't know if everybody knows what it is today <laughs> When more people can pick out who Britney Spears is than who the vice president or the president of the country is, I I don't know. Yeah, mm. well, <laughs> that's 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 a, that's a, that's a whole another problem with the education yeah, system. Well, I think like a lot of these
2: videos, they go through a lot of people that know, and they only pick yeah, out the course. stupid ones, you know. So of course, true. Really. I mean, <laughs> those videos
1: are edited. <laughs>
0: of course, I still have of faith course. in humanity. You know, <laughs> I, I do sometimes. Oh. So. But but listen, um, I wanna... uh, so in other words, you're you're you're,
1: sol- you're solidly a uh, uh, solidly a millennial. I'm definitely showing my Gen X here by uh, <laughs> by being so cynical. Then
0: yes, that's damn true.
1: Gen, Gen oh Gen X.
2: I see. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: totally cynical, Phil.
2: Uh,
0: what were you gonna say, Alex?
2: Well, I was gonna say some observation, uh, kind of to 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 maybe like start sus- summaring things up, and to make this observation is that well hang on i have a note here (laughs) it's kind of like we were talking about vaccination before right how uh so how you have to like get vaccines when you're uh oh oh, you said polio the sugar cube right when i first came here as an immigrant before i was able to hit the new york public school system i was uh taken to well i wasn't taken but my my mom took me to this uh clinic and they gave me all sorts of shots in one freaking day. So I got like eleven oh. different vaccines, or some kind of like some. They put something in my mouth. It was just horrible. And I think by the end of the day, I felt like I was I dying. I <laughs> yeah, because like everything just was injected into me. And you know, like nobody asked anything. You know, nobody like nobody asked like, hey, you know, would you want to do this? No, like kind of like to what you were saying earlier. Yeah, exactly, and,
0: Jason, and doing, just boom, doing so, you it know, all.
1: like. <laughs> And honestly, doing it all at once like that—that's uh, kind of <laughs> kind of que- uh, medically questionable. I mean, they do it in dope. the military. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. When I got my, um, infection... <laughs> they don't give a fuck, dude. So, just yeah, like, exactly. They just—they don't want you to infect them.
2: Essentially, you know what oh, I
1: mean? Oh, absolutely. Uh, but <laughs> so... but I'm um, I'm just going based on what on my own recent experience here. I uh, I had to get my uh, my tetanus shot back in. I think it was August. Um, and uh, they told me that if I needed to get any other vaccine uh, vaccinations afterwards wait two weeks because yeah. uh, because you don't want to overwhelm the uh, the immune system with uh, with uh, with too many immune responses well yeah, they I just took
2: up mercy on you you know like they see this 11 year old boy you know they'll just inject him with everything <laughs> he'll yes.
0: survive he's he's all right you know if not <laughs> it's just another immigrant yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got a
2: next one coming right off the boat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the second point I was trying to um, arrive at is kind of like looping back to what you were asking uh, right in the beginning, Jason, kind of like what I think about this whole mask thing and even vaccine thing, now that we've talked about vaccines as well. I feel that there is something to be said about this uh, interesting thing about like rebelling, right? Like, we're I feel like a lot of people feel powerless and unheard by the government that their only power is to resist whatever the government is saying to them and it's very and in a time like coronavirus or any kind of like pandemic it's 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 the opportunity that that these marginalized people economically socially you know however you want to dissected uh, uh, sociologically speaking but they're obviously marginalized to a point where they're angry for some reason to an extent that they're just gonna resist whatever the government is saying even if it's good for them or bad for them you know what i mean it's indiscriminately government says one thing i don't care what it is it's no and i'll have my own bias and i'll have my own research and i'll have my own scientists to back me up and i think that's what's really happening and it's kind of like a little bit sad that apparently that's what's going on within the society in america because before this it was in the closet you know what i mean like it wasn't that very obvious and i think corona just unveiled unveiled it you know Alex, that I we're not that's, very together that's a, after that's all a,
0: that's a brilliant point yeah at this point we've reached where uh it doesn't matter if it's this is good for you it's still coming from on high and so they're going to say no because they feel marginalized and and any, any voice that they can have against the man, so to speak, is right. going to be exercised. And I
2: think it, it happened with, the, with, with Trump. You know, we yeah. elected Trump for that reason, because we're so tired of these politicians. I voted for Trump in California, you know what I mean? And you're, and you're still alive. <laughs> and I'm still alive. And, well, and the thing is I was gonna vote for Bernie, but Bernie was out and I couldn't connect with anyone and i the day of the election i was i woke up and i thought i was gonna uh uh, vote for gene stein the green party thing and then like i went to the election house and the line the line was so long and everybody was talking about hillary no everybody was not talking about hillary everybody was talking about trump and being afraid of trump and i was like wow so like um, it's yeah, obvious right, that number- you're not voting for him. It's obvious, right? But like nobody's really yeah, talking about also, Hillary. But you're
1: also not voting for her. You're just simply voting against him. Right,
2: exactly my point, right. So he became this whole, like it's either I'm going to vote against him for, for Hillary or I'm going to vote for him, but not for him. For him because it's my my act of rebellion. And that's how I felt voting for him. I felt rebellious, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's just the the last communication ability for for a person for a group of people to 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 have a chance to express themselves to the government is just to say no to reject it you know what i mean so i think that's what's happening
1: right well there's also um there's also a matter of institutional trust um or lack of In in (laughs) that's exactly In in the case of now um, interestingly enough, I'm actually reading a book currently that has to, uh, that has to do with, um, with, uh, historical cycles and whatnot uh-huh. and, uh, and, ha- uh, having to do with, uh, with like, uh, cycles of high trust in the government versus low trust <laughs> and all that. I think honestly, if, uh, you know, if the government would have said, okay, you need to get vaccinated from, uh, from this, uh, from this virus, if this, if this virus happening here happened back in the fifties instead. Everybody would have just showed up and done it. Oh yeah, but uh, you know, but that was uh, that was basically during a uh, during a post war high, and you know now we're uh, we're in. Um, I've, I've heard, I've, <laughs> we're well, in the low. We're in the low. We
2: are in the low. We're at the post war low.
1: We're absolutely we're in, a low. in a in a low. But uh, but that's just that's just it though. Are we in a post uh, post war period or are we at this point in a pre war period? Hard to say. I don't um, think. I I would think we were all
2: exhausted. We just had what, like I the longest war in on the recorded history in the oh, American absolutely. history. So I, I don't I think don't the war a war is happening system. anytime soon.
0: But is a war well, on is a war on a virus any different than a war on an enemy? That
1: that's the whole thing. That's the right. next phase. Well, that well, that's just it though. I mean, the current the current phase, according to the uh, according to the theory, anyways, is in fact a crisis phase. like a health health concern which which yeah which could be anything from a war to uh you know to uh, a virus to you know the threat of terrorism and all that stuff and you know basically depending on what part of the cycle a society is on really determines what their reaction to it is going to be and i think because of where we where, where we are as a society within this uh within this cycle really has a lot to do with uh with how we're responding to it
2: uh, are, are you saying that we're resisting the response that we, or not we, but they, or, or not they, but whatever to the theory is saying that we're, uh, the cycle that we should respond to, is the resistance like a, a new thing, or is it something that is expected according to the theory, or, or are we like truly rebelling now? As opposed to like 50s, well, like you were saying, how like, right, well, I mean, because in the to, 50s, that was also some, some kind of cycle, right, that fell into that cycle.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly. That was, uh, that was a, uh, that was a, um, what's, uh, what, what would basically be, uh, be known as a, uh, as a first turning. It, it basically uh, divides, uh, divides these, uh, these historical cycles into four periods. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that we're currently in basically being the crisis cycle, which is the, uh, the low, the winter, so to speak. And Mm. case, yeah, you know, um, there's going to be, there's going to be more, uh, more demand for, um, for, uh, for societal cohesion, but that cohesion is going to be harder to come by.
0: Well, I mean, uh, you know, the question, I think if you liken COVID to, a great evil that our grandparents fought against right so so the the access powers right japan that
1: was the that was actually the uh, the, the crisis the, the period last the last crisis yeah. right yeah. yeah
0: but the question is is that in those times the government said you're not allowed to eat meat on these days and you can't have metal because we need it for the war and the people complied
2: no, but I think in time well, of yes, war, when that we're also talking depends, about like
0: bullets, guts. Well, and yes, but so it also, but it also depends different. on the. Um... More people died in COVID than have in America than died in World War II.
2: Yeah. Okay, but mm-hmm. it's a very different deaths in right? less like time. The, these deaths that of COVID deaths, they're they're random. They're they're yeah, they're back home and they're all that stuff, but they're not like violent act of political turmoil to over you know, territory. That's very different.
0: I don't think I would feel any better if I was told that my, my husband or wife died from COVID or died from a bullet to the head or a landmine.
2: I would, because the process of dying in a war, I mean, you, you don't, you don't only just die at a war. You, you participate in, in killing, you participate in seeing people dying. So
0: it's, it's, it's it's a more violent death, but the end result is the same. You don't get to raise your kids.
2: Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's it, it's complete. It, there, there's there's lack of violence in, in this whole COVID thing, so it's not as dramatic. It's not, yes. as, dramatic. Out, it's the, not the, as dramatic. The outcome is is, is the but same, but
0: body bags in, in freezer cars in New York City, I think, are pretty damn dramatic to me.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's, I it's think fighting the evil. It, it, I think I think fighting the evil that was Nazism is very different than fighting a biological.
0: Well, because uh, you can identify virus. it you can identify it but the difference was is that there wasn't a republican party saying no it does the nazis don't exist like there wasn't another no, i half think the, i think there that, wasn't another no, half of people because saying if, like if, oh it's fine like yeah don't worry right, about well, it it's
1: right but also at the same time you know we even you know even within that uh, within that crisis period it really depends on what uh you know where you are along you know even, even in that maybe more cohesion will come along toward uh, you know as we get further uh, further along into this you know just like i mean you know the, the the way the uh, the way the theory that i'm uh, that i'm reading you know tends to uh, tends to look at it the crisis wasn't just world war ii it was basically the whole period from There's the great the depression of 1929 yeah. to uh, yeah you know in which case yeah you know the depression we were at a very low point but you know but then toward the end of it we got our asses in gear and got going well and, I you think, know it's I think
2: the, the, the war is different from 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 like uh global pandemics i think they're incomparable that's i think you know it's if you a mistake look at, to compare it
0: <clears throat> <throat> if you you know it, it i think I, I i mean i understand what you're saying alex but if you actually look at the first part of the 20th of the 20th century um from the assassination of Kaiser wilhelm through vj day as a as a as an entire block of thirty years, in which the world was basically turned on its head, right? So V. So Kaiser Wilhelm gets shot. World War World War One I, I mean, out. you can
2: take any uh, thirty years. No, no, no. This is, this, it is be crazy. Crazy. this is crazy. It's a very specific.
0: Right. one of course, wrong.
2: one thing leads to another, right? Like without World War One and and that whole domino thing, or not? Wouldn't have what, w- what the hell was his name?
1: Um,
0: I know it's like right it on the tip Kaiser of my Ville. tongue, and, you're right, Phil. You know who yeah, I
1: mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. You uh, went to
0: Austria. And, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, yeah, he asked, oh,
0: Archduke Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Yes, that's right. Yes, I don't know why I was saying Kaiser Wilhelm. Anyway, from Archduke Ferdinand to VJ Day, is is a is a historical time period where I would say, other than the quote unquote Roaring Twenties, it was all down. Think about it. World <laughs> War One. Then World War One is ending as the last pandemic hits America and hits the world, where over a million people die from actually there the was
2: they were going simultaneously for a while too.
0: For yeah, at the at the very beginning, but it spread the flu spread because troops were getting consolidated to ship back to America. Like mm-hmm. that's how it that's how the that's how the, the pandemic really became global because it was a it was a European pandemic at first. Uh or you I guess it would be a European i don't know what's less than a pandemic but not into anyway uh outbreak whatever you want to call it, um, epidemic epidemic no well, epidemic is whatever anyway th- take that then you have the roaring 20s which is this little blip yeah but even by, then there even
1: then there was a there, there was some deep-rooted cynicism even during right. that time well there's, and there there's was no great time of prohibition,
0: really. <laughs> because of prohibition right Right, prohibition was going on in the, in the roaring twenties. Right, so there's there's this right. massive well, there's upwelling in crime because of prohibition. Right, organized crime was like at, at and then the Great Depression happens, and then yeah. World you know, War but II then, happens. But then also, it's I this mean, this roaring, long timeline.
1: But you know, Roaring Twenties wasn't exactly you know a global phenomenon either. That was it was you know, mainly it was because no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, in America, honestly yeah. Things, things over in uh, over in Europe. I mean, when when World War One ended the uh, the terms of the versailles treaty oh they were horrible they were they caused i mean it world was war
0: II. yeah it was it, it was it was just pure they vindictiveness they caused world war II. hitler wouldn't yeah. have had a platform if it wasn't look at how badly punished we are yeah sure and japan wouldn't have had a platform if it, if they weren't left out of the reparations <laughs> cuz they were on our side in world war 1 yeah we don't remember that but japan was on the on the ally side anyway oh i didn't um, know that Yeah. So then 1945 through, I think, today is overall a period of up. Like, yes, there were, like, the 60s were tumultuous, but not in the same way because it was tumultuous because of change, not because of actual evil. Um, But uh, yeah, after World War II, that's a new era. Till today, really. A new uh, new era. Because, I mean, maybe we are entering a 30 year period of misery. Which is great. We're all, all going to be like seventy by the time things are better. adjust <laughs> uh, our luck. Uh, well,
2: I, mean, I, I, I honestly don't think that's what's going to be happening, but it's possible.
1: It's yeah, possible. Well, if um, if you all get a chance, though, yeah, read uh, definitely read the uh, read the book. It's very I find it very fascinating. What is it called? It's called the Fourth Turning. Oh, the cycle Fourth
0: turning.
2: Well, it's interesting that you say cycles because in the book of uh, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, he also, at the end of the book, when he uh, addresses um, like fear as one of the principles, uh, he talks about how the world goes in cycles. And he does mention, interestingly enough, that after the war comes a health craze. So it's it's it, 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 he was talking about fear. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I think it's, it's well i'm you know wrong or not wrong but like i wouldn't compare the pandemic with war because war is like it's safety for your body right like as far as like dying from like uh like violence and all that as opposed to dying from a health health issue so it's a it's a it's different fears one fear is like of a violent death you see i'm saying like a violence sure yeah uh, as opposed to like oh like and it's an ailment to my body so so yeah so you, it's interesting that after the world you know the war on terror as it started to come down boom you know you have this like health shit and it is like we were talking about moderna and new technology and all that it is ushering in this new cycle yeah that i think is going to be about about health for not you know not for just two years i think it's going to be longer just like how the afghanistan war was supposed to be a year operation yeah. it turned into a
1: 2030 year operation. Yeah, no, I, th- I think honestly shit's going to be crazy till at least the end of the decade
0: honestly. oh yeah uh, i mean so um i think one thing that's positive that's come out of the coronavirus pandemic and there's very few things but the two specifically that come to mind is the scientific advancements in vaccinology i think is is i think i think mrna has the ch- has the opportunity to revolutionize how we take care of ourselves in the future you know oh absolutely moderna, i think moderna i think if, and pfizer are looking into ways to make the flu a thing of the past using mrna yeah. things like that are i think ways that we can prevent diseases beyond just covid but the second part to that and i think this is the bigger impact for us as a country is that for the first time in history, at least in the history of America, healthcare has become a national security concern. Right. And that's, that is a undeniably, Undeniably, healthcare is a national concern, mm-hmm. security concern. Because when you can't operate businesses and you can't do trade and our, and our economy starts falling apart, that is a national security issue. And so hopefully that leads to real change in our healthcare uh, for the better. With that being so said- too. Uh, we've been at it for a while, so I wanted to toss it around the room uh, for each of our last thoughts. We'll start with you, Alex.
2: Yeah, I just kind of reiterate what I was saying earlier, how uh, it became politicized, I think, because people uh, feel marginalized for whatever reason, you know, whatever groups of people. And their only way to communicate their <laughs> Concern <laughs> is through just absolutely rejection of, of what's coming out from the official language and and you know fall back on the the the, the values of the founding fathers, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I think that has been missed.
1: Yeah. TLDR, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. There's a, probably a reason. Not because you know he's an idiot, but probably because he or she are angry at a government. You know what I mean? And they're not being heard, and this is the only way for them to be heard is by rejecting masks, vaccination, whatever
1: it is.
0: That's really intelligent, Alex. I appreciate that. That's spot on. I think,
1: Phil. Um, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I definitely see uh, see your point there. However. Whereas I think the I think the the whole healthcare issue yes has has definitely been you know had a big spotlight shined on it. I suspect the way that it may start to go, maybe not such a uh, such a great idea though. I mean, honestly, um, you know, government I think is is in fact one one of the uh, the sources of many of the problems with our healthcare system. I'm not going to trust them to be, to take it over. Okay. Honestly.
0: And that is going to be a topic for next week. Uh, We're (laughs) going to talk a little bit about the U S healthcare system and taxes. Uh, For me, uh, I will end it. I will end it on a quote uh, by uh, uh, V for Vendetta. Our integrity sells for so little, but it's all we really have. It's the very last inch of us. But within that inch, we are free. And Alex, that just what you said just sparked my mind to that quote, mm. and, um, because it, I think that is where people are seeing it: is like this is my last inch of freedom, is mm-hmm. me being me, and I'm going to hold on to that. And whether that is good, better for the the greater good or not, uh, damn the torpedoes. And with that, I think uh, we will close this episode. Uh, this has been Back Porch Politics, and we are thrilled for you to listen. Have a good one, everyone.